Before we start today's show, I want to tell our listeners about Draft and the Draft app. Yeah. So I'll be very honest here. Draft is my favorite way of playing daily fantasy sports now. Guys, he's not he's not just saying that. He really, really loves it. I'm I mean, not just too. saying that because I've tripled my money last week, yeah. doubled my money the week before. Sure. I'm not just saying that. But man, I really like this game. So tell our listeners a little bit about Draftdale. Yeah, I mean, you, you've heard us talk about it over the past few episodes, past probably a month or two, actually. Good partners of ours. Anyways, basically, just like regular DFS that you'd play, like, you know, the, the, the other big guys. But this one, you get to actually draft every single time you play. So instead of just picking a boring lineup and hit submit, this way you get other people to play with you and you draft against other people like a regular snake draft. So not everybody can have Antonio Brown. If you get first pick and you want him, you can grab him if you want or you risk not getting him. Basically, you can play from, I think, one, uh, two people, two-person draft all the way up to a 10-person draft. And that's pretty fun. Uh, I am ESF Dale. Christian is ESF Brito. And if you sign up using promo code ESF, you get $3 free to begin with. So that's awesome. You get to play basically for free. On top of that, Draft is saying if you don't like it, you can have your money back. So they really took a... This This is what I want everybody to do. It's very okay. simple. Go to your app store. And I'm I'm dead serious because there's no if you want to support our show, there's no reason you can't do this. All right? Listen, this is how you do it, okay? You go to the app store, you type in draft. Okay? Up comes no, the draft. Beautiful... It sounded like you said giraffe. Oh, I have a weird you know, <laughs> Miami accent. Don't type in giraffe, way. folks. Okay. Weird you type in draft. Stop it. <laughs> type... <laughs> this is gonna be a terrible show. Um you type in draft. Okay. okay. All right. Blue little some... symbol thing comes up. You download that. Okay. When it opens, put in promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy. One thing, Eat Sleep Fantasy. You get to play against us in a $3 game for free. All right? If you don't like it and you do deposit money, you get your money back if you really don't like it. Yep. I and... am giving you my personal guarantee. I don't That's know what right. that means. There you go. But... Burrito's personal guarantee and just so you know, giraffes can run as fast as 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Coastlaw of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito. Joining me, as always, on our beautiful podcast is Mr. Dale Demott. What's up, Dale? What's up, man? Uh, the coleslaw fantasy football. Coleslaw is really good, and it really complements a lot of things, but it's really not a standalone. So I feel like if you're listening to our podcast, you're probably listening to a couple others, and we're just kind of like the complement, kind of like the cherry on top, if you will. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not really like a huge coleslaw guy. Mm-hmm. There's only one reason for the coleslaw. It's like the palate cleanse, so you can go right back into eating, like whatever form of meat you're eating—the ribs or the steak or. Sure, sure. You go to the meat and then you cleanse with mayonnaise. Then you go back to the meat. Yeah, <laughs> you cleanse with mayonnaise. Yeah, you cleanse with the, the, the mayonnaise. <laughs> it's just to give yourself a break. Now in New in North Carolina, uh, where I'm living, they put uh, coleslaw on like pulled pork sandwiches, yeah. and it gives it that crunch. And, you know, a little bit more of, like, moisture, you know? And that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, no, no. Yeah. That's become, like, a trendy thing to put coleslaw on, like, on, like, wonton tacos and, like... Oh, right, right, right. Coleslaw on everything. And that... Let's calm down with the coleslaw, okay? Now, well, okay. Uh, one quick question about coleslaw, and we'll move on. Coleslaw is a salad, correct? Type of salad. It's a side dish. It's like a side dish. It's not a but salad. But it's a... Like salads can be side dishes. 
salads are like appetizers when you don't want to order an appetizer. <laughs> not all the time. Is that how you look at salads? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not a meal. Curtis. Look, I'm not salads don't have to be a meal. I'm just saying. I just like, had a, a like cold... a war flashback. Hey Curtis, what's the best thing on your menu? Uh well, I like this salad. No, Curtis, what's your second favorite thing on the menu? <laughs> uh, Speaking of Chef Curtis, uh, we are doing our live show uh, tonight, actually, Thursday night at uh, 8.30. 8.30 yes. p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is that right? Yeah, correct. 8.30. Yeah, and we'll probably do it for like an hour, maybe uh, maybe two hours. I don't know. Maybe uh, three. Whatever Christian runs out of energy. Oh, so uh, five minutes? <laughs> um, so, yeah, on our live show, if you guys haven't heard the live show, we usually do them on Fridays, but we take call-ins. We will post our... Um, the number to call in on, and the place where you can listen to it live all on our website and social media. So stay tuned. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, A couple things I just really want to quickly mention. I want to thank everybody again. Uh, They, tons and tons of people, and I'm not over-exaggerating here, uh, asked for stickers and decals, and we are really grateful and appreciative of everybody asking it's kind of a big deal that you know you guys want something to put on your cooler or your wherever your laptop or even your car or whatever um it's really cool that you guys want to help us out and spread the word uh getting our podcast out so i am i just sent out a shit ton of decals today and i am building the next list of shipments so if you guys want it go to our website there's a little form to fill out if you do want a decal but uh dale has now doesn't cost you anything shipped hundreds of decals yeah i think i spent like 60 bucks at the post office just in stamps <laughs> um which leads me to this conclusion okay this is the very okay. simple conclusion that i have from all of this that we're bad at business no no no. well yeah 100 percent, we're bad at business because we don't even <laughs> charge like the postage so we're just straight losing money for the eh, it's fine whatever we're terrible sure. at business yeah then again amazon's been you know, has had one profitable year in their entire existence. Yeah. Um, that's not the point. My point is people will take anything if it's free. Yes. Anything. You're absolutely right. Because yeah. our podcast is super mediocre. <laughs> uh, Christian, why we're talking about mediocrity. Um, why did you man, say my name before I... you started that? <laughs> Can you, uh, look, we get some good reviews, some bad reviews, and we appreciate all the feedback. We really do. Even if it's bad and somebody emails us and said, man, we can't hear anything you say. Your mic was fucked up. Whatever it is, we really appreciate even that feedback. And we really appreciate all the good stuff that you guys say because we get all the emails and, and iTunes reviews and all that stuff. We get overwhelmingly num- number of reviews that say the guys are 15 minutes in the podcast and they haven't talked about fantasy football yet. For everybody listening to us for the first time and haven't given up on not us a, yet. Not an overwhelming number. We've gotten 18 of those in our year and a half existence out of the 300 reviews that we have. That's overwhelming for me. Because you, you, every... you can't handle a negative comment. <laughs> it, it's um, We put a lot into this podcast. We do. I just want people to know. And if they don't like it, that's fine. I want people to know, listening for the first time, what who we are and what to expect out of the next 55 minutes or so. Okay. Out of the next... Listen. Our podcast, and this is the way that I'm going to define it. Okay. We are trying to see... And I, I, this is how I've now begun to think about it. Begun to think about it. We're trying to break the mold a little bit of Fantasy Football Podcast. We will give you your stats. We will give you your news. We will give you everything you need to be able to win your fantasy league. Okay. Now it's unfortunate because Dale and I play in the same league and we're both five and one when we're both in the same stupid ass division, but that's the kind of analysis and stuff that it's, it's, we're, we're going to get you in the right direction in your leagues. But if we're on for an hour, it's not an entire hour of only fantasy football. We want to make the show bearable, palatable, tolerable. That's why you will get the ribs. You will get the meat. But you got to deal with the coleslaw. Yep. All right. Hey, you, you brought it all around. I like that. Well, we didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't rehearse that either. Christian just thought about it on top of his head, didn't she? Yeah, I'm good with food metaphors. <laughs> just that one's an analogy. 
Uh, anyways, guys. Oh, uh, I don't know. I well, can't. I don't know these terms. One thing, really quick. Um, we do have. We don't really promote it much, but we do have a few shirts for sale. We don't make anything off of them, and that's. I'm being completely honest. We set the profit to zero dollars. Uh, again, we're bad at business, but if you guys are interested, go to our website and there's a. I think there's a link for our like to get shirts. I don't know. They're like fifteen bucks or something. And again, we don't make anything off of them, but hey, if you wanna, if you want a shirt to represent the podcast that you listen to every day, uh, we definitely appreciate it. And yep. uh, we're, we're really not asking for anything, just a little bit of promotion if you wear it. Yeah, we're really bad at business. Yeah, <laughs> we give things away all the time. For no reason. There's no we, reason uh, we, we can't be making like a dollar off shirts, but we make We bought cents. like $600 worth of shirts and I think gave away... Almost everything. $550 of it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Christian, today we are talking about the touches, the carries, the receptions, the... Did I say targets? Yep. Everything to do with just targets and touches. I guess you could say that with Z's targets and touches with a Z. Oh yeah, yeah. Targets and touches Mm -hmm. with a Z. There you go. All right. right. Uh, So we're going to talk break this down. We have some snap counts and stuff. We're not going to go through every single player. Like you guys know, Le'Veon Bell is a beast. And he's going to get all the work there. Right. Uh, this episode is really geared towards maybe some people that you're keeping your eye on. Uh, we're going to go through some snap counts as well, uh, meaning how many, how much they're actually on the field, a percentage of the time that they're on the field, uh, compared, you know, hun- if they have a hundred percent snap count, that means they were on the field the entire game, and right. uh, and if they're at zero, that means they didn't get on at all. So, just to co- kind of qualify that stuff. Do you have anything you want to talk about before you get into this, Christian? Yeah, I did have one last thing that I wanted to say. I'm going to do a little bit of begging. Is that okay with you? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, son of a bitch. Um, I want our listeners, if you do appreciate our show, which is the grand majority of people, um, go out. <laughs> No, that is the grand majority of people, Mr. Dale, who's so upset that 18 people have given you a negative review. <laughs> I'm going to go on iTunes in just a second and look at the number because I'm pretty sure we have 296 reviews and 18 yes. are negative and you're like, <laughs> listen, to, if you want to cheer Dale up, go on iTunes, go on wherever you listen to your podcast and just drop us five stars and a review. It really helps other people find the show really helps other people see, hey, this show is worth listening to. And that's the one thing you can do really honestly to give back to us. Like we do a lot of stuff that we honestly just do for you guys. We do live shows. We fucking set all our shit at no profit. Like we really are out here because we love engaging with you guys. And this is really fun for us. If you want to return it back to us, um, you know, just give us a review five stars rate us you know drop it on itunes if you want to screenshot that at us send it to us on twitter at eat sleep ff you know we're very grateful that's all i wanted to add yeah yeah good deal let's get into some targets and touches how about that how about that? well i just did that on accident i swear i did not mean to say how about that some snap counts that I looked up before the show, Christian. I just wanted to bring it to your attention, mm-hmm. get some of your reaction from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's big news or not, but Christian McCaffrey is averaging sixty-eight percent of. Uh, how, how do I say this? Averaging snaps target uh, snap count snap percentage. Yeah, the snap percentage. percentage is averaging sixty-eight percent. Versus Jonathan Stewart's averaging 43%. How does that? Oh, because they are on the field sometimes. That yeah, yeah. makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Together. Exactly. Yeah, idiot. Christian McCaffrey sometimes lines up in a slot or whatever sometimes. So. Yep. Uh, so does this make any difference to you? It just shows you that Christian McCaffrey is more versatile than Jonathan Stewart. Yep. Yeah. As this okay. season goes along, I'm buying more and more into McCaffrey. Me too. Man, it is a great year for rookie running backs. Surprising, isn't it? Yep. Sorry, Dalvin Cook, but man, if he if Dalvin <laughs> Cook was healthy, we'd legitimately have probably at the end of the year three top five rookie running backs. Yeah. Cook, Hunt, Fournette. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh 
something else I want to bring your, to your attention. Uh, Carlos Hyde last week, he had seven. He was in for seventy eight percent of snaps, compared to Brita is only twenty four. So yeah. that whole get um, let's get let's get this very clear. Stop with the Matt Brita stuff. Yeah, I agree. Just cut it. That's why I wanted to bring it. Stop up. it. I get mean, some 78 percent of the snaps. Uh, Carlos Hyde was in the game. That's not to say Matt Breed is not going to get work because that's just how sure. that offense will probably start to get some work for Breida. But Hyde is the guy, and that offense cannot sustain two running backs like Atlanta's offense could last year. So yep. it's Carlos Hyde's gig. He's an RB2. I know right now, technically, on points-wise, he's actually an RB1 on the year. Rest of the year, he's an RB2. Just be happy with it. Uh, just something worth noting. I know it's not a big deal, but AP was averaging about 20% snap count uh, per game while he was in New Orleans. Last week in Arizona, he was up to 74% of the snaps he was mm-hmm. in. Yep. Uh, I'm looking, he's probably going to see, be in that 70% range or above uh, here on out, which... Surprising to me. And it makes it very interesting, right? I mean, to be this on the top 70, you know, to have... Average seventy percent. That's top ten, you know, as far as being in the game, yep. and that's you know volume is half the battle here. Twenty six carries. That's what his problem was in the beginning of the season. Twenty six carries is a whole lot of work. Yeah. Will he get twenty six carries over and over again? Maybe not. No. But just to kind of give you a base here, Devonta Freeman had the same snap count percentage as Adrian Peterson. Jay Ajayi actually had a lower snap count. Um. So. If whatever that's worth, you kind of get what I'm saying here. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I wouldn't be surprised. Andre Ellington's not going to be running the ball. No. It's all Adrian Peterson. Andre Ellington also only had one target. Exactly. Really big letdown. <laughs> hey, uh, Dale. What's up? Uh, did you get that loser horn sound? Um... You suck at this. Let's just move on. You are the worst... No, let's just move. Let's you're making a fool of yourself. Let's just move on. Okay. Jesus Christ. Professional radio. This is why we get the, you know what? Listener, listener that gave us the one star. You're a hundred percent right. <laughs> I apologize. We are terrible. I have to load it on the soundboard. First, I have to load it on my phone. Then on the soundboard, it's just way too much work, man. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, uh, so far in this episode, you have now said, how about that? And ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the, uh, the, the record. The record is four. Uh, Jarek McKinnon in week six, I hate he, you. he was at 57% mm-hmm. of the snaps versus Latavius Murray at 43%. Right. Does that mean anything to you? Uh, if he keeps being super effective with it, yeah, it means a lot. Um, if Latavius Murray's not healthy, it's McKinnon show. And I, man, I'm not feeling good if I'm a Latavius Murray owner right now because McKinnon has looked good since he's been the guy. And uh, I don't know. I, I've, I'm still of the mindset that that Murray is the better running back, but if he's hurt, he's not really good. I just think that McKinnon is not special whatsoever. Right. If it means anything to you, the last two weeks, really, since this has been a thing, right, um, Latavius Murray has closed the gap by 10%. So he Latavius Murray has played 10% more snaps, yes. and Derek McKinnon has played 10% less. But so. you know very well that that's going to be like a hot hand approach there with those two guys. So if McKinnon yeah. is yeah. better because Murray's banged up, that percentage will continue will shift the other way. Now, I'm not giving up on Murray. I'm actually still going to venture out and say I would rather have Murray a couple weeks from now. He will be the guy. Yep. Is that too bold? No. I like, I still, I look. After the first four carries that Latavius Murray had two weeks ago, I really thought that he was going to run away with the job. And I still don't believe in Jack McKinnon. 
as crazy as it sounds. I'm not starting it with confidence. Fair enough. Uh, really quick, I know CJ Anderson had a shitty week last week. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be overly concerned. He played 47% of the snaps. He hit almost exactly 70% every game this year until last game. So if that kind of calms your nerves a little bit, it was really game script and how how crappy Denver was playing, both on offense and defense. I still I still believe in C.J. Anderson. Don't um, don't give up, but that offense is sure looking a lot worse than it did the first couple weeks this season. The offense as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Don't you think? I do. I do think, though. I do think so. Okay. Christian. Yes? Let's play a little game. Okay. The choice is yours. You can oh. get with this, or you can get with that. Gore. That's it? That's all we get of that drop? I don't want to bother everybody with a two-minute drop. <laughs> okay. And we might get sued if we play that too much. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's not how it works. We can play. We can I actually. Think, okay. No, no, no. Let's not get into legal mumbo jumbo. I know the legal mode. We argue about this a lot. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Marlon Mack, Frank Gore, Robert Turbin. Okay. Frank Gore played 40%, Mack 24, Turbin 36. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mack just needs, man, he just needs more touches. He seems to be really effective. I'm stashing him in a lot of my leagues. Not playing him, not even close to playing him yet, but definitely worth a stash. Do you agree? He's worth a stash, but I I just don't see Frank Gore going away, and I don't see that offense ever being good enough so that mm-hmm. you're happy with having Fair him on Mac. Fair enough. If something does happen to Frank Gore, yes, Robert Turbin then... is banged up. Okay. Marlon Mack has a real shot. As effective as he has been, he has a shot. When was the last time something happened to Frank Gore? Um, probably Thank never. You. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Frank Gore is not going to miss a game until he retires. Fucking Frank Gore. Do you want to hear Frank Gore's rushing numbers this week, this yeah. year? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, this is going to sum it up. He has not had below 40 rushing yards once this season. He has had not had more than 57 rushing yards once this season. Yeah. This is his rushing yards every week. 42, 46, 57, 46, 48, 49. He has had between 46 and 49 yards four times this year. <laughs> Such a specific number. On the other side, against San Francisco and Tennessee, uh, Marlon Mack has had 11 total carries and averaged um, about 9.5 yards per carry. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like he broke off for... Yeah, I mean, he he had a 35-yard uh But run. again, read that snap percentage again. Sure. Uh, Mack had 24, 24%. Gore had 40. Yeah. Hey, Mack's going to be... He's going to get, I think, more involved. He's definitely a guy to keep on your team. Get him if he's still out there in your league. 100% get him. Yep. But when are you going to feel comfortable enough to start him, Dale? Yeah. Hey, I think you just got an email. Yeah, I did. I should probably yeah. turn down my phone. Yeah. It's not like we're doing a professional podcast right now. <laughs> uh, if, if Mac ever becomes something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to nickname him Big Mac. Okay. Okay. Man, Ted Ginn, by the way. You know how long I waited for him to score his second touchdown? Uh, weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Huh? And I ha- I was sitting on Ted again for so long, and I finally was, was able to tweet at it. Tweet it up. Tweeting it. All right. Uh, you hate when next... I do that, don't you? <laughs> uh, the last little bit of snap count, and then we'll get into some targets and stuff. Um, Alex Collins with the Baltimore Ravens uh-huh. was on the field 30% of the time. Right. Buck Allen is the do-both-things guy, and 
Alex Collins is the do one thing. All right. All right. Let's get right into it. Okay. Okay. Can we? Yes. All right. I already mentioned the Baltimore Ravens. I did mention that Alex Smith did, I mean, Alex Collins did have uh, less snap percentage, but he had more carries. He outcarried Javoris Allen. Okay. Good enough to start Alex Collins in a flex I'm, when you need I'm him. I'm still on the Buck Island side. Even though uh, Alex Collins got 15 carries um, for 75 yards, I'm still on the Javoris Allen side. Okay. Crazy that Terrence West was inactive. Yeah. Mar- not because he's, he's good, because he sucks, but mm-hmm. because Baltimore is the quintessential let's use three running backs team. Right. Like, that's their thing. Uh, right, right. So. Going to the Panthers, we kind of already wait, touched on this wait, a little bit. Wait. What's your what? your opinion on this backfield? I like Alex Collins, and I think he's a solid flex play on good matchups. I just accidentally called Wade. <laughs> he's going to call me back. Uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm on the Alex Collins side of this. Really? I know he's not. Porque. Yeah, I am. Explain. Tell me why. I just, I think last game was kind of a testament to that. They are running the ball with him a lot. Yes, Javoris Allen might be more productive in a PPR format. Maybe. Uh, looks like Buck Allen only had 13 touches. Okay. Last game. He had 10 rushes compared so to. two Alex touches less and he's on the field much, much more. Uh, I just think they, they trust Alex Collins a little bit more running the ball. Fair enough. Okay, that's fine. Javoris Allen is pretty unproductive with his work, but yeah. he will be on the I'm field. I'm not betting on the Ravens' backfield anyways, but I think it's I think he's worth a flex. I, maybe both of them are worth a flex play, right? Can we agree on that? Yes, fair enough. In, in desperate situations? Yes. All right, as I was talking about Christian McCaffrey, he didn't carry the ball a ton. He only had four carries, but he had 10 receptions. Yes. That's huge. He'll get his work in. Yep. They'll find he a way. Was, he was not only the total touch leader, but he's also the target leader. He had 14 targets mm-hmm. with 56 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Looked good. I like this Cam to McCaffrey connection here. Uh, I, we got to find a name for that. Uh, the um, Cam to McCaffrey. The McNewton? <laughs> the McNewton. That's pretty good. Okay, that's all I got. Okay, we'll think more about it. We'll we'll spitball later. We'll move on. But the, yeah, uh, it's it's really the McCamry. McCamry. Mm, no, nah, I like the uh, McNewton better. Okay, McNewton actually sounds like a sandwich. The McNewton. Yeah. Or like some sort of weird dessert at McDonald's using fig newtons. Oh. That's creative. I was thinking like a burger with Fig Newtons on it. That's gross. <laughs> Chef uh, uh, Chef Curtis, see if you can make that work. A burger with okay. Fig Newtons. <laughs> Chef Curtis, if you're listening, call in on our live show and give us a recipe for the McNewton, please. <laughs> That's legitimately, like, we're serious about this. Come up with a recipe <laughs> for the McNewton. Figure it out. Look, if... If anybody can come up with a recipe for the Nick Newton, um, I'll send you a free sticker. Okay. No, no surprise that the um, Jordan Howard. Is this right? Is this right? <laughs> yeah, it's right. Thirty-six carries. Yeah, one catch. Sweet mother of God. Jordan Howard was the entire offense, dude. 36 carries. They did go into overtime, which helped. Yeah. Um, he wasn't, crazy stuff. He wasn't effective with the first 35 carries. <laughs> yeah, he had the 53-yard run yeah. in overtime. But still, 166 total yards is not bad. Tariq Cohen is, or should I say was, it seemed like he was going to be a big part. We talk about Tariq Cohen every single week, it seems like. Yeah. Hey, he still had got plenty of work, too. And I think having Mitchell Trubisky in that backfield is not a detriment to 
the to the Chicago Bears backfield because even though the offense might be a little bit more limited in, in whatever sense it is, but those running backs are going to get even more work as we saw because Howard got 37 touches. Tariq Cohen didn't get, you know, shut out with touches either. 15 touches for him as well. Hey, so, question, question. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's breaking news. The Bears still suck. I really thought that was going to be important. <laughs> uh, Cleveland Browns. Can I get the breaking news drop? The Indianapolis Star is saying that uh, this is from Zach Kiefer. He would not be surprised if Andrew Luck missed the entire season. Why? That is, dude, that's my least favorite drop, and you're obsessed with it. <laughs> Sorry. Stop with the drops and just answer me. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was too aggressive. I apologize. Jeez, it was. People are going to give us a bad review for that. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. Don't you put that on us. Dale. What? I'm going to bring this I'm going to bring this out into the open. You know how you get annoyed when Armando's on the podcast with you? That, no, it's not the same. Please don't say that. When you start playing these drops that have no correlation to what I'm saying, I'm a little annoyed with you. Okay, 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 okay. I'll stop. Jeez. I'm sorry. I... I thought you were going to say, yeah. don't put you put that evil on me. I honestly thought that you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, anything to say about Andrew Luck? Uh, we're, we're nervous about this, right? Yep. Um, I mean, he was one of the first people on our disaster scale. Yep. We got to adjust that disaster scale. We gotta go bring that back. I know that was so good, and we we just stopped caring about it. He is now a ten. Yes, scale. well, a ten was um, He is now a tsunami. Yeah, tsunami. If I'm not yep. mistaken. Yep. Is that picture still on our Twitter? It is somewhere. We gotta find All it. All right. Don't worry, I'm on it. <laughs> All right, uh, going to the Cleveland Browns. Duke Johnson did not score a touchdown, as he did. In the last three games, unfortunately, we knew it had to end at some point. And Isaiah Crowell mm-hmm. had 14 touches with 73 yards. Yeah. Um, Crowell is usable only in really good matchups. And Duke, just be mindful of when you use him. He, Isn't that the same thing? No, Duke is more usable than Crowell is at this point. I've been saying that all year long. The Browns suck so bad, I don't think I would even be targeting Duke Johnson Ricardo is Lewis. a solid RB2. You think so, huh? I Right now, he's number 12 running back on the season in standard. Interesting. And a lot of our listeners are in half point and full point PPR. Duke Johnson is a legitimate RB2. Why are people still... Duke Johnson is a strong RB2. Christian Brito of Easley Fantasy says. I said legitimate. That means he's somewhere between 20, 12 and 24. That's all it means. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Ricardo Lewis, you agree? Like, the Browns suck so bad, even though he's a target leader here. He had almost 20% of the Browns' targets. Seven of them. He caught three for 25 yards. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. All right. On another note, the well, we don't really have to talk about the Broncos and CJ Anderson. He did lead the team with only nine carries. So it is what it is. It's it's still CJ Anderson's show. Just a bad game. Not too much to worry about, is there? Why are you so obsessed with CJ Anderson? I'm not. I'm just going kind of going through our list here. Um, I'm not worried about him. That offense is not doing great. No. It's a couple bad weeks in a row now. So, just... is it worth mentioning that Ty Montgomery uh, was out snapped by Aaron no, Jones, no. That's, forty-two to twenty? That's gonna start shifting back the other way. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, 
what's his face? Hadley. Was that what's his name? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Hud- no. Hudley. 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 I knew I was wrong. He um he'll need to dump down, and he's gonna dump down to Ty Montgomery a lot. Uh, yeah, I agree. Okay. In we kind of talked about this in the beginning of the, or before the show actually. I think I'm starting to become getting a little bit more bullish on Devontae Adams. Ju- uh, Jordy Nelson was my number three wide receiver for the year pre-draft. I'm kind of not loving that now. And I think Devontae Adams, he did lead the team with 10 targets. 27% of the target share went to Devontae Adams. He had five receptions over 50 yards and a touchdown. Are you looking at Devontae Adams? Is, I mean, this is a... This is not the first time this has happened, by the way. I don't know what to do with Devontae Adams. And I'm sitting here hosting a fantasy football podcast. Um, <laughs> here's here's all I have to say about Devontae Adams. A lot of people are going to be out on him. Um, I am not. I am not out on Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is seen, was seen, as a top 24 wide receiver this year. Through the first six games, he is a top five wide receiver. And I think he will be, by end of season, still a number one receiver as in a top 12 wide receiver. I'm still in on Devontae Adams. However, that doesn't mean I'm saying this without caution or without worry. He got the targets, still had decent numbers, but I don't feel great because Jordy Nelson. They're not Jordy be... Nelson has had one game with ten plus targets. On the other hand, Devontae Adams has now had three games yes. out of his. But Devontae Adams's game is that he gets touchdowns. He just seems to find a way to score because Devontae yeah. Adams has zero, zero one hundred yard games this year, but is the wide receiver five. Because he has five touchdowns already on the season. So, is Green Bay's offense going to be good enough? That's my concern. I think it will. Yes, I do. I I think it'll be good enough, but he will finish the season as like wide receiver 12 or 13, meaning from here on out, he goes back to being a wide receiver two, and that's where his numbers balance out. Okay, that's good analysis. Uh, we could talk a little bit about the Dolphins here. Jarvis Landry had 42% of the team's targets. Uh, he had 14 with only five receptions, though, for 50 yards and a touchdown. Mainly, it was the offense, at least a passing game, seemed like it was going through him when Devontae Parker was out. Okay. Are you are you putting stock into Jarvis Landry the rest of the season? Uh, yeah. Why not? Lots of targets. That's all he does. All he does is yeah. get targets. Yeah. Where do you have, where, like, stock where? Because he is, for me, another guy that I would have inside of my top 24 at wide receiver for the rest of the season. Uh, top, did you say 24? Top 24. You want uh, to PPR, 100% sure. Standard. 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 Do you want me to give you Jarvis Landry's target numbers on the season? 15, 11, 7, 10, 14, averaging over 11 targets per game. 11 and a half targets a game. 57 targets through five games. Yeah. He, only four people are targeting more than him, are being targeted more than him. Yep. And he's had his, he's the only one that had his bye. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Yep. So, what do you want to do about this, Dale? I just don't... It sounds like you want not, to make an e fed about it. I don't think he's going to stay in the top 24 because I don't believe he's going to get into the end zone very often. So, he doesn't get into the end zone often ever. In standard leagues, though, 60 or 70 yards isn't going to keep him in the top... Will it keep him in the top 24? No, it no, won't. It will not. Will it? No, it will not. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, just so maybe 700 yards for the season or whatever. I don't think that's going to keep him in top 24. Okay. 
Um, I don't think. I think it's going. I think this Dolphins team is going to have a lot of problems getting to the end zone. To be honest with you, second most targeted player in the NFL in terms of average targets per game. Yeah. The only person getting more is Antonio Brown. Yep. Dale. Do you want to make it some sort of bet here? Jarvis Landry will finish the season. Hold on. Let me see where he's at right now <laughs> before I make this argument. Um, do you want to do it here on it from this week forward, or do you want to do whole season? Uh, this week I'll forward do whole makes season. some more sense, doesn't it? Since yeah, but it's easier to do full season. Where is he at right now? Because that makes a little bit of a difference. All players, wide receiver. Jarvis Landry is not in the top 25. See, you're trying to finesse me. Jarvis Landry right now is wide receiver 32. So okay. let's do from this week forward. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'll do this week forward. I'm fine with that. From this week forward, Jarvis Landry, in a standard scoring league, will be a top 24 wide receiver. Okay. I'll take that. I don't think he will be. Okay. You know what to do. All right. Okay. Um, nope. I do not have that drop loaded yet. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry man. I'm so sorry. Deion Lewis was the uh, leader in touches for the New England Patriots backfield. He I'm had done. 11 carries. I'm done with the show. We'll talk again tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. For Dale DeMott? No, 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 you can't. Look, we Rado. have a couple more guys. No, 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 don't go, don't go. Okay. Here, look, I'll play this. Noticia That's not even relevant. I'm getting I, more angry. I just learned what that drop even said. I feel like a complete idiot. I thought it was saying breaking news, but apparently it means news 23. I don't even get that. Dale? Yeah. I don't want to be mean to you. What? Please, for the love of God, stop playing irrelevant drops. I don't know. I'm saying... Look, you were telling me to play a drop, and I played a drop. You played a completely different drop. Look, it was topical because I don't know what that meant, okay? Look, I'm not going to... I'm not... Look, my hands are off. I'm not touching any more drops. Okay. Not one. Noticias 23 means News 23. It's a channel here in South Florida that does all the news on Telemundo. Okay. Or, See, that's all or, I have. Or... I... Or Univision, Univision. I really can't remember, but see, well, I have not ever watched a Spanish station in my life. Okay, I mean, I flipped through this it th- to fantasy look football, at the girls. Dale. Fantasy okay. football. Okay. Uh, I tried to talk to you about Dion Lewis getting eleven carries. Is this something that we need to talk about? Gillisley finished with ten for forty-four yards. Yes. What does it mean? What does it mean? It means yes. Dion Lewis is back, baby. Most elusive <laughs> running back in the NFL, baby. <laughs> Deion Lewis is back. Uh, the best elusive, the biggest elusive rating in the NFL history. Uh, something like that. And then that. he didn't get a start the rest of the hell last season. Well, he kind of like died <laughs> with his knees. Um, no, uh, Deion Lewis. Seriously, though, um, he's going to be mixed in. Like, what else do you yeah. want me to say? Like, he's going to be. Uh, I think this just kind of hurts Burkhead, um, hurts James White, and it's going to be Deion Lewis and and Mike Gillisley mostly for the rest of the season. 42% of the snap count. That's pretty high for a Patriots running back. Like, I like him. Double-digit touches maybe moving forward. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Mike Gillisley, he lost the fumble. We talked about this, I think, in the last podcast. And I immediately... uh, Texted everyone, rest in peace, Mike Gillisley, for three weeks. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That. Like, Deion Lewis is probably still going to get more carries this week again, too. Yep. Just because this is what the Patriots do when somebody fumbles. Let's yep. punish them by giving them time off from running the ball. It seems like the Saints are going through their running backs to get all their offense. 
Mark Ingram had 30 touches. Five of those were receptions. 25 were carries. Right. And Alvin Kamara still had 14 touches on his 29 snaps. Right. I that know was that just they the scored game plan. a ton. The game plan was, hey, let's do this. And man, did it work to <laughs> yeah. perfection. Hey, Crazy. remember when I said that game was going to be high scoring? Yeah. Remember when I said the Saints were going to come out of their bye prepared? Yes. Remember when I said I loved that game? I think everybody thought the Saints were going to come out of their bye prepared. Yeah. The only that's issue hot, is um, I gambled on Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas, he still was a target leader, but he only he led the team with six targets. <laughs> Three catches, 11 yep. yards. Yep. Sucks Very frustrating. Yes. On a game in which the Saints put up a half a hundred. Yeah. I can't say uh, that. He, I mean, he was going against Darius Slay, which is a task all in itself. And that Detroit defense, I think, is legit. Is but it, though? Is it? I think it is. It is not. Uh, I do want to mention Willie Snead took the field for 29% of the team's plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Willie Snead owners. Yeah. I try to warn you. Now I just suck on my dick. See, you won't play the this or that drop, the whole thing, but you'll play suck on my own dick for 30 seconds. <laughs> Is it worth noting that? Can Evan I ask Ingram? a favor? Like, legitimately, I think this will make the podcast better. Okay. Can I be in control of the drops? 100%. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. All right. I'll send you everything you need. Obviously not. What? You don't have everything I need, Dale. You don't even have it ready um, for me for this show. Target leader and on the Giants was Evan Ingram. Man, mm-hmm. I was going against him, against Armando, and he just kept getting the ball thrown to him. He had 82 yards in touchdown on five receptions and seven targets. Top 10 tight end rest of season see. lock, right? I'm sorry? Top 10 tight end rest of season. What number? Top 10. 10? Top 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Top 8? Stretching it. Impossible. That's as, that's, as high as, that's as high as I'd go. Top 6? No. Okay, here's here's my list, okay? Here's, here's the list that it's in. Here's my list. Here's the order of the list that it's in. It goes Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz and Brait. It goes Ingram, Graham, Henry and... Uh, ASJ, I forgot to put ASJ in there. I couldn't do the rhythm. When I all the way through Brait, it was pretty damn good though, right? Yeah, it was. It was good. It was good. Damn. Here's my list. Here's the order. People don't get that reference. Okay. Two percent yeah. of our show gets that. Uh realistically, okay. So Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz, Brait, ASJ, Ingram. What number is that? Six. Hmm. Interesting. Walker is not in there? Uh, he would be right after Ingram. Seven. Mm, I think I'd put Walker, then Ingram, maybe. Graham, eight. Fair enough. Okay. I'll round out my top ten with uh, Jordan Reed and not happy about it. And then uh, probably Hunter Henry at ten. Fair enough. I like Alshon Jeffrey more than most. Will you calm me down or or talk me up on Alshon Jeffrey getting 10 targets, four receptions and 71 yards last week? Where do, you, where do you put Alshon Jeffrey? Because then I'll tell you whether or not you're too high or too low. Uh, top 15. Too high. Okay. A little bit too high. 20. Okay. He's around 20 for me. Okay. Uh, all this Nelson Aguilar talk, it's Alshon Jeffrey's. Yes. He's... No, Nelson Aguilar is a wide receiver three for me. So Fair. that's yeah, it's he's proven himself useful enough. Yep. He's had at least fifty five receiving yards four out of six games. That's useful. He's averaging fifty three yards a game. Yeah. That's useful. And if he's gonna get a touchdown, you know, four out of six games, like that's a very good start. Mm-hmm. I don't expect the touchdowns to stay that way, but man, Carson Wentz is just Slinging it. Yeah, he is. Slinging it. 
Mike Evans and Cameron Brait split the target share. They each had 19% of the targets. Touchdown in targets. They both had a touchdown. They both had over 75 yards. Mm-hmm. You're very Mike happy Evans. if you're a Cameron Brait owner. Yeah. You are mildly disappointed if you're a Mike Evans owner. Yeah. That's about it. Fair. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. yeah. I like Deshaun Jackson as a person, as a player. human being. Yes, he's a lovely person. You don't know him. Don't act like you know him. You want me to call Deshaun Jackson right now? Call him. It's not the same Deshaun Jackson. Want me to call Deshaun? I'll, uh, let me look at my phone. I have some people I can call. That well, you can call know. Chris Thompson. We have we know him. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that's about all we want to talk about today. You want to play our Chris Thompson interview now that he's a top 10 running back? Here, let's, uh, here I'm calling Chris Thompson now. Hi, you've reached Wide Eye. Oh, <laughs> okay. Never Who the mind. hell did you just call? Uh, no way. Sorry. Did you just call some sort of uh, weird? Um, no, I called Armando. Service. Okay. It' long story. We'll get into that another day. Before we close the show, uh, just got a listener voicemail, um, and we want to just answer this question. I think it's actually kind of interesting. It's a rules question. Um, you can give us a call if you want to ask us anything, 507-69-SLEEP. That's 507-69-GIGGITY-SLEEP. Uh, and um, that number will be posted in the description if you want to call us and leave us a voicemail that we will answer on air. Uh, our buddy Seth, he's been a longtime listener. I I don't know if we've talked to him before, but um, his name has come across my e- you know my email list and everything fairly often. I'm pretty sure since season one. Um, So he called in. I think he has a question about how to do some commissioning. And I love this because I take pride in my commissioner skills. So do you want to listen to his voicemail? Yes. All right. Here it goes. Uh, If this is the first time we're actually... No, I won't get into that. We are kind of doing this live on air, which is cool. We haven't been able to do this because I can do all the drops and stuff now. But here he goes. Hi, my name is uh, Seth Wilson, and I'm... uh, I'm F5280 on Twitter, and I got hosed this weekend. And uh, I was uh, I'm, I was uh, uh, losing by point two, I mean yeah, two points. And the freaking ESPN guys did not record experience with Thomas fumble. Now what do I do? I'm commissioner. Do I add the, the two points, the negative two points, to make me win? Or do I just take the loss and then say, hey, it's a computer error, and the other guy wins? And this going to make me not be in the first place no more. So uh, it's just a, uh, um, it's a situation I'm going to not be in. I need your help and advice of uh, computer error. So please help me. Um, love the show. You guys rock. Thank you. Bye. All right. So Demarius Thomas uh, apparently fumbled and... ESPN did not give him credit for it. Okay. Um, give me one moment. I'm going to answer okay. this question. Go ahead and answer it. I know uh, what my answer is, but go ahead and answer it. Yes. My answer is it sucks. You have to go. You never override points or scoring in your league. Um, it's tough to do sometimes, especially if you feel like you've been screwed. But it's really hard. And don't forget, ESPN still does stat corrections, too, You know, a day or two after. So keep an eye on that, but it's tough to take that loss, especially if you lost by that fumble, uh, if you would have won by that fumble, I mean. Right. Long story short, no, you can't change it. you got to kind of suck it up and take the loss, Okay. in my opinion. You can't, you can't, because you open up a whole new set of problems All right. if you change this and don't change other things. I'm looking at the official stat records. Okay. This is where it matters. This is the only thing that matters in here. The official stat records for the game from NFL. According according to? According to the NFL. Okay. Right. Not according to any other website, but NFLs. Okay. Um, And then I'll go into the actual official game logs in just a minute. Has Demarius Thomas with one fumble and one fumble lost against the New York Giants. Okay. So what that means to me is 100% you should not have lost those two points. However, 
your process now is, and I guess I'll, I'll do, I'll do my work on my end. See if we can g- get in contact with the powers that be at, at, at ESPN fantasy, um, is they need to be alerted to there's an error in the system. You should not change it unless you have a unanimous vote from your league. You yeah. should not go in and manually change it. Yeah. Um, but I think that eventually there'll be a stat correction and you will have won that game. Yeah, I'm sure. Especially that's Demarius Thomas. He's owned and started in a, pretty much every league that you're in, almost probably. Um. Yeah, you have to get all every single person, every owner to agree. But even then, I'm reluctant to do that because I see the problems that could occur when, you know, just somebody next week saying, oh, you know, he had 10 yards, he didn't have 11, and then you got to go back into it and you got to appease everybody from here on out. Yeah, stat corrections. Um, so it should have been issued by today. So he sent this voicemail in today. Um, so I would say let's, let's get into contact with Seth maybe later on tonight on Twitter and then see if, if ESPN updated anything, because, um, I'm looking at ESPN's website now. Um, and ESPN has Demarius Thomas with one fumble and one fumble loss. So that might be just something that's going on in your specific league and you need to contact support about it. Yeah. Uh, I am checking actually a league that I'm in. Uh, let's see. He had. I'm looking at ESPN's official stats and information right now on Demarius Thomas. Okay. Player profile. But, um, fantasy wise, I don't, uh, don't play on ESPN. So. You can't say that. What happens if they, they look, they're listening, they were thinking about buying us out. I don't play on ESPN. you, You clearly do because you're checking one of your leagues on there. They were thinking about buying us out. And now there's... Okay, you want to do this? You want to do this? What? I'm not the commissioner of any of my leagues. Okay. The commissioner of most of my leagues is whom, Dale? Just answer that question. Yes, it is you. (laughs) So tell me why we're not playing on... uh... (laughs) Look, it's a fine fine platform. Uh, On ESPN, um, their fantasy... Stats. It does show one fumble and one fumble loss. Um, so f- maybe they changed it before Seth did this, and then we just wasted a bunch of time. But overall, yes, you need to get your your all your owners to approve. And he, even that, I'm not 100 percent sure I would do it. I would change it. Okay. Okay. Go Let's move on. But thanks for the call, Seth. Again, five zero seven sixty nine sleep. If anybody wants to uh, hit us up on yep. uh, Eat Nation Hotline. Nation. <laughs> I don't know right. if I should do that. I'm officially your hype man, by the way. <laughs> all right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Very um, poor effort, Dale. Very poor <laughs> effort today. I wanted to end the show with a bang, and uh, I'm ending it with like, um, have you ever lit uh, like a Roman candle that was bad, and it just had one thing come out, and it was like just a dud, like, and that's all you had, and everybody's waiting for the big thing. That's how it felt. Just I've now. never lit a Roman candle. What? Yes. You never lit. A, have you? Do you ever play with fireworks? Um. Have you yeah, ever like played with fireworks stuff. as a kid? Not really. I grew wow. up poor, Dale. I'm not a not a privileged youth here. <laughs> Did you guys ever do fireworks? Like on Fourth of July, you like you never got the like the cheap little packet of sprinklers. No, you got well the sparklers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spark uh, sparklers I've had. Um, the only thing that I really liked was the little poppers that you throw at the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were fun. Those are fun. Those One are time I scare ha- people. I had a rich white friend. Okay, uh, so down the street from me. You. <laughs> we had bottle rocket fights, and he had uh, like old PVC pipe in his backyard. Okay, We'd so light the bottle rockets and put them in the PVC mm-hmm. and shoot them at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Cool. The good old days. Put the whistlers in there. Sorry. Again, thank you, everybody. Thanks for your listening. Thanks for for emailing. Yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, Hey, we're getting a better website. Thanks to Robin, uh, one of our listeners. 
for Christian Brito. My name is Dale. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.